the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. Friday, January 26, 2024. I am Seth Leaps, and I see you, Mr. Bill. Thank you. And uh, young David. <clears throat> David Dahl, my producer in front of me. Miss Teresa behind him. Phone number, open line, 602-508-0960. Potpourri of new, news items or things that came across my desk I've been wanting to touch on. Many of you know I speak of what it means to graduate. Millions of students every year steeped in socialism. Professor Steve Hayward has a chart out today of the top popular majors in college and their views on socialism. In none does a majority abjure socialism. Philosophy has about uh, 70% favorable towards socialism. Anthropology has about 65%. English is 58%, international relations about 59%, sociology about 60%, music, <laughs> music's about 58%, law and criminality, criminology, law and criminology is uh, 35% with not a majority opposing it, economics, finance, and accounting a little better. Those are your top majors, all of them major support for socialism. It's going to have an effect. Millions of them graduating every year. Item two, surprise, surprise, there is now proof that U.N. employees, particularly from UNRWA, the United Nations Palestinian Aid Department, were involved in the October 7th massacre. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said the U.S. is, quote, extremely troubled by the allegations and the administration has temporarily paused additional funding for UNRWA, that's Relief Works Agency, which applies really only to the Palestinians, while we review these allegations and the steps the United Nations is taking to address them. This was uh, strong and corroborated intelligence, the official said. A lot of intelligence a result of interrogations of the terrorists who were arrested after the October 7th attack. As Bacha Unger Sargon tweeted on this news, while Israel is ridiculously accused of committing genocide by the global left, members of the UN branch responsible for Palestinians were actively involved in Hamas's atrocities that took place on October 7th. Just let that sink in. The hypocrisy takes your breath away. Meanwhile, the leader of Hamas abroad, Khaled, Khaled, excuse me, Khaled Mashal, in an interview reprinted in Las Vegas Review-Journal, says to his interviewer that Hamas has no interest in a two-state solution that would require Palestinians to live in peace alongside Israel. Moreover, it's reported that he said taking control of the Gaza Strip following the 2006 elections was necessary in order to build up what he calls the resistance, its weapons production, and tunnels without any hindrance from the Palestinian Authority. For the umpteenth time, there is no two-state solution. The Palestinian leadership wants a one-state solution, a final solution. And that state 
is not next to but instead of Israel. Ask yourself why Rashida Tlaib still calls May 15, 1948, the Nakba. That date would be the day the state of Israel was founded. The Arabic word Nakba means catastrophe. In Re, Texas, John Hinderocker puts it this way, the Biden administration has dealt a devastatingly has, devast- uh, has dealt a devastating blow to America by opening up the southern border to all comers. The influx of illegals threatens our national security and our economy, and it has placed an intolerable burden on the border states. How intolerable is demonstrated by the panic that seizes blue cities when they are faced with a tiny fraction of the burden suffered by communities near the open border. Joe Biden's border policy is unconstitutional. Under Article 2, his most fundamental duty as president is to take care that the laws be faithfully executed. Biden has not faithfully executed our immigration laws. Rather, he has deliberately sabotaged and negated them. This is an impeachable offense. But what to do in the meantime? In Texas, a constitutional crisis may be brewing. Governor Greg Abbott, having had enough of the scofflaw Biden, had fencing erected along the border to discourage illegal immigration. Biden, determined to illegally undermine our country, directed that the fencing be torn down so that more illegals can be poured in. I haven't studied the constitutional issues raised by this crisis in any detail. For the moment, I would simply say with Robert Jackson, Justice Jackson, that the Constitution is not a suicide pact. No sane interpretation of the relevant constitutional provisions could conclude that a scofflaw president, by violating federal law and betraying his oath of office, can disable the states who came together in order to form a federal government in the first place from defending themselves against foreign invasion. A nation without borders is no longer a nation. Lest you think the threats come only from the government, Issues and Insights points out Google's ad-serving network is blocking its ads— Issues and Insights ads from appearing on a story they published almost exactly three years ago. Google declared that the article violated its terms of service because it contained, quote, dangerous or derogatory content, which it defines as anything that incites hatred against, promotes discrimination of, or disparages an individual or group on the basis of their race, ethnic origin, religion, disability, and the like harasses, intimidates, or bullies an individual or group of individuals, threatens or advocates for harm to oneself or others, relates to a current major health crisis and contradicts authoritative scientific consensus, exploits others through extortion. Pretty raunchy stuff, in other words. So what was the article that it flagged? It's titled, Trump's Top Ten Triumphs, A Last Look at a Remarkable Presidency. There's not a single word of disparagement toward anyone, including Biden. And the folks at Issues and Insights say they defy anyone to find anything in the editorial that even comes close to Google's dangerous and derogatory label. Among the dangerous and derogatory material that Google prohibits is any content that challenges the accepted wisdom around COVID. Or as the tech giant puts it, content that relates to a current major health crisis and contradicts authoritative scientific consensus. This, folks, along with our education establishment, kindergarten through college, is how you change a nation. Oh, and just breaking over the last hour, a jury has found Donald Trump liable for $83 million plus in the defamation case brought against him 
by E. Jean Carroll. It's an unheard of amount with over 60 million of that, as I understand it, being punitive. That's, uh, that's what's been on my list. That's what's been on my mind. Whatever's on yours, we're here for you. It's 602-508-0960. Paul is in Peoria. Hi, Paul. Hi. I just had a quick question, kind of related to the topic. Um, you know, we've got the ACLU, we've got the ADL and all these organizations, which I thought were there to fight for everyone's civil liberties. And I'm just kind of wondering, since they don't appear to be doing that, it seems like they don't defend conservatives' freedom of speech at all. From what I can tell, I saw something briefly yesterday about the ADL going after Matt Walsh, labeling him as trans, you know, a transphobe, et cetera. And like, in my own case, I, I started off with the wokeism back in the nineties and it started off kind of innocently. It was like, don't say fireman, say firefighter. Don't say mailman, say postal employee, things like that. And I thought, you know, that makes sense. I'm okay with that. But then it, then it changed and it became like, if you, if you mistakenly innocently said the mailman, you would start getting verbally attacked. And it was like, you know, I just, I just misspoke, you know, I mean, it's, I'm not like trying to like be political or anything. And now it's gotten to the point where I work for kind of a government contractor and I won't say, you know, what it is, but in the HR departments of every company I've worked for now, they, they really push the, the wokeism and everything and the you know, you got the pride flag all over the place and everything, and if you speak out, they immediately attack you, and they say, "Well, you need to respect everybody's dignity." But then it's like, "Well, when does my dignity? When does it become a hostile work environment for me, as kind of a traditional person?" And you know, I'm just kind of wondering what conservative group out there is kind of pushing back against the you know the the onslaught of the wokeism because yeah, the wokeism yeah, totally yeah, infected the yeah, schools yeah, yeah. the hr departments hollywood everything yeah. and i feel very isolated sure so, yeah uh, check out my interview with ryan williams yesterday from the claremont institute they're doing it uh aclj a little claremont. bit alliance okay. defending freedom a little bit america first legal a little bit but as a wholesale project, it's the Claremont Institute's effort. Check out the interview I did, uh, 960thepatriot.com, Ryan Williams, in my third hour yesterday. Thank you, sir. Keep up the good fight. I'm Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, coming to you live from the 960 Patriot Broadcast Studio, which is brought to you by the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group, your trusted source for precious metals, 602-508-0960. One other news item in the news dump that comes from the federal government on Fridays. Why do I say it's a news dump? Because if there's bad news that they try to hide from as much prying eyes it's possible they do it Friday afternoons. The uh, CPB, CBP, sorry, CBP, Border Patrol, officially reported 302,034 migrant encounters in December, the highest month ever recorded, ever. Also, 19 people arrested on the FBI terror watch list last December, this past December, bringing the total 
to 50 arrests for fiscal year 2024 so far. Anything on your mind? 602-508-0960. Young David. We have to determine whether I'm going to be seeing you tomorrow morning at the state committee meeting ah! or not. Well, I what was that pterodactyl noise from Johnny Quest? <laughs> we don't we don't Maybe usually I do it more often. Apparently you were scared of those animals you told me. We don't usually go for such paroxysms like that on air. Screaming and shouting? Yeah, we try to minimize that. It scares the audience, which is in their cars driving home. That's okay. Or yes. elsewhere. <sighs> At least we're not putting sirens over the air. Well, that was pretty bad. What do we got? Um, you going to join us? 7.45 tomorrow morning. I, 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 I'm going to stay loosey-goosey on this count. Because, Why? Uh, I, I'm going to this Burns Night Supper tonight, and I, I have, I'm, I'm still... Not even finished yet with my address. I have about 1,800 words and more to go, and I, I don't know what to say. And, you know, the more I read about this guy, the more I realize that Robert Burns wasn't, uh, wasn't the greatest uh, fellow. I don't understand why you have to cross-dress. You're wearing a ponytail. You'll be putting on a dress tonight to I'm do this. I'm not putting on a dress. It's only a skirt. I don't understand <laughs> any of this or why you're going to an event to celebrate someone— from another country who's long ago passed away, who wrote in doggerel, I can't understand, as opposed to joining us tomorrow morning to stand with Zudi Jasser and meet other fellow Republicans, precinct committeemen, state committeemen, activists, legislators, congressmen, congresswomen. I'd, I'd, I'd love to, to meet lots of people. Dream City Church tomorrow morning, 745. Everyone I, I was also invited to go to Bert Jackson tomorrow. And you're going to do that instead? I just I, I, I don't think, know. I think you're. I think you're misprioritized. It's very hard to, to prioritize everything because I want to do everything. I want to go to the bird supper and I want to meet Zudi Jasser and I want to go to Barrett Jackson and I want to go to the car show. And it's all of not this just Zudi. It's all, it all the Republicans. Once. And at some point this weekend, I still have to do laundry. It's all the Republicans. All the Republicans. Yes, I mean it's going to be a lot of people from state legislators to consultants to. Campaign workers to George Kaloff types to George Kaloff's going to be there. Yes, of oh course he's going to be standing with me as well. We'll, well be hanging around, to, huh? I could try. The best a man can do is try. No, I don't understand that. There, that's not the Yoda ethic. There is only do. What are you going to say about Robert Burns? You can't even understand what he wrote. Well, I, I, I am conflicted because. There, there is a lot of bad stuff that he did in his personal life, but he including his writing, including his writing. I would disagree. Okay, though tell I, me what to I a mouse means. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, though I can't read much of poem. the ancient Scotch, right, right, doggerel. He did produce a lot of good things, and I. The struggle with my speech, if you will, is the duality of man, and the fact that though there are bad parts of us all. We must take into account both sides of the coin. I don't want to go too yin and yang here, but, you know, with the good comes a little bit of bad. Well, it, it, uh, yeah, I, I, thank you. I mean, <laughs> that's Kamala Harris. <laughs> thank exactly. you. Exactly. I don't want to be. There is a problem at the border, and to solve the problem at the border, we have to try and fix it. I mean— <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, Is the word mouse in your 15-minute speech? Um, I don't think so. It may be the only thing he's famous for. 
Old Lang Syne. You of, forgot about of, that one? The of, third most popular song in the English language. You ever heard the phrase of mice and men? John are we Steinbeck. mice or are we men? John Steinbeck. Are we mice? Yeah, well, where did he get it from? Are we mice from or Robert are we Burns. men? It's he from Robert Burns. Robert Burns yeah. as one of his uh, inspirations. Yeah. And so does Bob Dylan, which I did not know that. Another reason not to do this. Another reason not to do I, this. Yeah, I mean, every, everything about this sounds awful. Everything about this. I, I'm, including the food. I'm looking forward haggis? to the Haggis? Are you food. kidding me? Have you ever had haggis? No, nor do I want to. Well, uh, how do you know what a lung tastes like if you've never had a lung? <laughs> because I have, as Mr. Bill has, unaided reason and the ability to understand things by sight and comprehension. I don't have to experience something to know it. None of us do. I don't have to see the table you're describing to know what a table is. Tell me. Because, what's on the table? Well, you're missing out. If you told me what was on if you if you told me what's on the table, if you told me what was on the table and you said a steak, I would know what it is generally. If you told me it was a piece of it, I would know. It's called the miracle of the common noun. We don't need to experience awfulness to know that it is awful. I, I, didn't, I didn't live in a gulag. I didn't live in the Soviet Union. I didn't live in, a, in, 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 in Mao's China or today's. Don't need to. Unassisted human reason, young David. Unassisted human reason. Now, you can go violate all that and the long march of political, Western political philosophy, or you can join us at the Republican convention tomorrow and try to save your country. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's I what I thought. Guess you While could have wearing a pun- me three weeks ago, uh-huh. like I was invited to go to this party three weeks yes, ago. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, this I mean, only prior been planning this- prevents poor performance, right? That's yep. what you taught me. Yeah, prior planning prevents poor performance. This was planned a year ago. I was in Robert Burns two days ago. Robert Burns, please. All right, six zero two. Someone save me. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Portions of this show brought to you by our friends at the Midas Gold Group. They tell me the U.S. government and the Fed will have no choice but to eventually steer interest rates lower because if they don't, the current level of interest rates will bankrupt the nation. There's no telling when the dam will break, but when it does, Midas wants to make sure you have flood insurance, in this case, gold. Call Midas Gold Group now. Look into the opportunities gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call them at 480-360-3000 or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Midas Gold Group is the nation's number one veteran-owned gold IRA firm. Protect your assets. Call 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Midas Gold Group, always faithful. Midas Gold Group. Dot com. Brian is in Glendale. Hello, Brian. Uh, hello. I um, had the wonderful experience when I was in the Air Force many years ago, and we were in temporary duty to Norway. We were eating in a Norwegian military chow hall, so it was interesting. And one day we went in for our evening meal, 
and we thought it was French toast. We said, okay, we were game. But when the guy, we took it, and when, when you cut into it, it kind of oozed all over the plate. Um, it turned out it was fried whale blubber, and only one person was brave enough to taste it, and his comment was, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. So I will, you can have your haggis, and I will raise you a fried whale blubber. Can you help me out here with um, the notion that if someone had told you it was fried whale blubber, you wouldn't have needed to sample it to know that it wasn't going to be for you? This is true, but yes. we eating it. But you well, didn't know. You didn't know. You, you didn't know what oh, it was, no. right? Oh right. no! Because if we didn't know, we would have gone. Oh, we would have eaten. Yeah, anything you else. would have been running for the lutefisk. Oh yes, we would have. Yeah, the lutefisk would, have would have been an improvement. Oh, a giant step up. Let me tell oh, you, yeah. um, Haggis. Uh, here's all I need to know. It's it's not even the first full sentence of what it's dis- defined as on Wikipedia. I'll just say this. Haggis is a pudding. Already <laughs> already we're in trouble. Haggis is a pudding containing sheep's pluck minced with onions, oatmeal, suet, and spices. Thank you. All good. All set. And it's boiled in a sheep. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. I don't even know what I don't even know what sheep's pluck is, but <laughs> that combined oh, okay. with suet and oatmeal, I think I'm good. Oh. I well, think I'm good. Yeah. I'd rather a Swanson's hungry man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's well, leave it to the Scots and the Irish and yeah. the English. Yeah. They weren't always really known for their cuisine no 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 all right thank you my brother and also thank you for your service to our country beautiful beautiful you're very very welcome all right god bless you are you doing anything fun this weekend oh no no nothing at all Uh, all right Uh, good though i like your show thanks i love listening to it thank you and don't eat no haggis no not 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 anything i need instruction on thank you brian rick is in phoenix hello rick Super sad. How are you, man? I'm doing well, thank you. And it's good to talk to you. Sounds like you're having fun today. Fun Friday. Thank you. I'm calling with uh, a bumper suggestion, and then I have a serious question. Okay. Uh, The bumper suggestion uh, arose from the quote that Rob gave us on Monday from Malcolm Muggeridge. Yeah, I want to pull that up again. Go ahead. I, I, hadn't, well, I hadn't thought about it. I meant to come back to it. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, for me, both unnerving and a call to action. Yes, sir. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Yes, sir. And that prompted, whenever I get to feeling kind of stressed, Mm-hmm. And this ease, I like to listen to uplifting music, mm-hmm. and one of my favorites is by Frank Mills, a piece called Music Box Dancer. Okay. Are you familiar with that at all? No. Okay. Well, when you, whenever you get a chance, you might want to listen to it. Okay. Okay. Going to the question? Yeah. Uh, the question 
is about our education debacle. All right, hold on. Let me take a quick commercial break. We'll come back on education if you'll stick with me. I'm Seth Liebson, 602 We'll be right back. Do you know why we play this? Because uh, it's a great song? Because of the river dancing sequence. Yeah, that's not this song. Oh, whatever. That's, uh, that's, uh... Uh, don't be don't be stupid. All right. Yeah, this Can was we a, redact the this, past thirty seven seconds from your memory. This is um, this is uh, one of her first videos, and it's done in a uh, in a horse barn, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you can look it up. Well, now I've made a grand fool of myself. Yes, yeah, yes. How can you ever show your face around these had parts? The river dancing. Yeah. <laughs> how can you ever show your today, face around here again? All right, Rick. How are you? Thanks for waiting. <laughs> well. I'm enjoying the conversation. I, I know uh, things. I mean, if you're in, I mean, there are fourth. I don't know about a lot of things, but I know about like three or four things. One yes. of them happens to be music. And yes. David goes into my wheelhouse. He's going to get smacked down on it. <laughs> well, bar- well, barbecue, music, Sasquatches, Aristotle, and, and that's about it. <laughs> and, a, and a multiplicity of other no, things. No, it's about it. It's about, that's about it. That's it. <laughs> Okay, so I got a serious question, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this may sound tongue in cheek or off the wall, but it, it's it really has me kind of I don't know. Lay it out for me, brother. Okay, bear here, your soul. Here, here, here goes. Here goes. Based on your conversation with uh, Bacha and what she said about the uh, universities and colleges being the uh, Manufacturing, yeah, 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 man, conveyor belts for the Democratic Party. So Mm -hmm. here's my conclusion. Under the tyranny of the left, our once vaunted education system has been transformed from a place of enlightenment to a cesspool of propaganda and lies. And darkness, yeah, it's gone from light to dark, yep. And my and I'm wondering, taking a lesson from history, is it going to take the demise and the reconstruction of that system in order for this to be remedied? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's going to have to take new schools and new universities that will prove more popular. Look at the popularity of Hillsdale. I mean, look at the popularity of these new schools that are sprouting up, like at the University of Austin. Um, it is going to take that, um, and it is, you know, if people in our movement will start, you know, doing a better job than, you know, funding their alma maters because they have these, you know, mystic cords of great memory of their times at college while they are endowing the undoing of Western civilization and doing so and putting them towards constructive education – um, then we can begin. We can begin to fix the problem. Uh, we're you know about four colleges up against about four thousand at this point, but you know it doesn't start at the college. It doesn't start at college. It starts at kindergarten. So it has to do with school choice as well. Why do you think the left is so ardently uh, for, uh, 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 hammer and tong opposed to school choice? Because it breaks up their cartel. Uh, Alexi, I haven't heard from you in a long time. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Hey, by the way, it's Alexis. 
Alexis. Thank you. How are you, Seth? My my font been? cut off. I'm sorry. All good. All good. Hey, uh, it's been a while since I called. I've been busy with life and stuff. And uh, but, anyways, wanted to say hi, and I just want to make a comment about the election. If that's okay, right now. Anything you want. All right. So I'm just mesmerized because I'm, you know, I cannot detach myself myself from politics and the news uh, for a while. Yes, it was sir. Getting too toxic, and uh, I'm starting to listen to the news again, and and I'm just perplexed that people are arguing about. Trump having to debate so and so, and I'm like, are you serious? I mean, like, I don't think people understand the gravity of the situation. I mean, like, they're still playing politics. This is like a, a really dire situation that we have right now in the country. We're getting invaded through the border. I mean, there's a standoff right now between federal government and National Guard in Texas. I mean, like, people just like, Living at the wheel, not realizing what's going on. Like, we shouldn't be infighting in the conservative side. We should be all united and supporting the candidate. I think Trump is the, is the guy. Well, it's, uh, it's evident that Donald Trump is the guy. And notice what the problem here is, Alexis. For Nikki Haley to continue on this um, quest, on this quixotic Quest, if you'll allow me the Spanish reference to yeah. Don Quixote, yeah. yes. Um, what it's going to ha- the only way she can do it is by continuing to criticize and elevate and raise the volume of her criticism of Donald Trump. That's her campaign for another month going into South Carolina. She's running against Donald Trump. The only way she will successfully uh, in her own mind, successfully be able to uh, to take him on is to continue to condemn and criticize him, thus ongoingly writing the talking points for the Democratic Party come the general election or the media now, um, helping 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 them under helping them create headlines and quotes that they can confront Donald Trump and his supporters with. In Correct. other words, yeah. it is a rearguard action against ourselves, our own movement. There is no path forward for her to win. Um, That writing is not on the wall, and it it is a waste of time and effort, and it is a gift to the opposition for her to continue this quest. Absolutely. I mean, like, I don't think people realize this. I think think people still think this is a matter of Democrats versus Republicans and left or right. They don't understand that this is like, We've been taken over by a communist movement, a global communist movement. Are pushing agendas globally. You know, they want you to eat insects and drive electric cars, that don't have a car at all. You know, leaving your home all day, uh, not to work. You know, don't eat meat. They want. No the, I, I mean, all you know. You know like, these even aren't. This isn't even the worst of it that you're outlining. I mean, yes, these are all part and parcel of it, but it's not even the worst of it. The worst of it is what they're doing in our schools, what they're doing yeah. with regards to organizations like Black Lives Matter, what they're doing with DEI, what they are doing with re-racializing us and resegregating us. What are they do? Absolutely. What they are doing with the family, with the with the nuclear family and the notion of a nuclear family. What they are doing with uh, the gender wars in our schools. Um, and what they are pushing uh, the, with with regard to parents' rights and education, with the weaponization of the FBI and the CIA. I mean, 
in part, it's amazing to me that the Republicans aren't winning every poll by 80 percent. On the other hand, given where the media is and given where these major institutions are and these everything from athletics to our education system to our entertainment system to the journalists, I understand. I understand that these things tend to be a little bit more 49-51 or 50-50. But when you think about the stakes and you think yeah. – yeah, when you think about the stakes and the trend and the direction – this should be an 80-20 proposition, and it's frightening right. to me and redolent of the country you escaped from to continue yep. to go down this path. Yep. One last message. Despite of everything that's happened, to me, America is still the greatest country in the world. Bless There's you, no sir, for like saying America. it. Bless you, sir, for saying it. Thank you. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. They have an investment, a secure and collateralized investment in a um, portfolio that actually helps people. You can earn up to 10.25% as a fixed rate of return. Fixed rate of return, 10 quarter percent It's not correlated to the stock market or the Federal Reserve. You're in control, complete control. You can turn your income on or off. You can compound it, whatever you like. There's no attack on principle. If you ever need your money back, there are absolutely no fees. And, of course, you get a monthly statement with no surprises. You can uh, visit with the folks at Y-Refi. They're local. Their offices are on Chauncey Lane in North Phoenix. Uh, If you do go, as I've been many times, you will get no sales pitch, and you won't be asked to sign anything. They leave the sales pitch up to me. If you don't visit them, you can check them out online at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com. Or give them a call at 888-YREFI-24, 888-YREFI-24. You know, the things we were discussing with um, our last two callers, Alexis and um, and Rick, validate the point that Josh Hammer is making in Newsweek about the fight between the Biden administration and Texas when it comes to immigration. I urge you all to read Josh Hammer's piece in Newsweek. Hammer is H-A-M-M-E-R, Josh Hammer, at Newsweek, uh, his most recently posted piece. You can get it through your search engines, however you like. And um, what he points out is it's almost less of a constitutional crisis than it is a crisis of misunderstanding civics. Basic civics. Basic understandings of not constitutional law and long-winded Supreme Court opinions over the issue with fancy phraseology, but plain black letter understanding of what the role of the president is and what the role of a sovereign country should be, can be, and should be. That's what it's about. It's about something that both Rick and Alexis were talking about with regard to, and the caller before even, um, uh, our caller from, uh, from uh, I think it was Glendale, if I'm not mistaken, who was talking about the changing of language to obtain results that don't naturally 
come from a democratic polity. George Orwell said, it's a beautiful thing, the destruction of words. That's the whole aim of news speak, after all, to narrow the range of thought so that thought crimes. It's all right. Ah. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.